0: back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about the power of being present with others, and this is a huge one. It's what you say? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it I is I really funny. thought that you were serious <laughs> you do that. Um, no, it's, it's true that this is the type of thing that can happen when we're interacting with each other. <laughs> <You said that.
1: laughs> I used to be real bad about it.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: To where I I guess I I blame it on ADD or whatever you want to call it but over the years I figured out how to tame my body and tame my energy and get a lot better at it I think
0: yeah or you you started to recognize what you needed to do for your body like go and work out and use that energy right. too
1: it was different foods into different yeah. foods and we'll get more into that as the episode goes on
0: yeah and this is an episode we were trying to think what can we talk about today that would be beneficial and that we feel passionate about talking about because we never want to talk about topics that don't really have much energy because we're all about energy and what we put out there and what it feels like in the moment and this is one of those topics that I feel like is really important and I was thinking about the times when we were little you know when you're running around barefoot and you can remember the scent of a sprinkler when it's on or you know getting wet with the hose when your mom's in the garden like that was just for me um but you remember those details of the scent of burning leaves or you know the sound of dogs barking when you're about to come inside from playing outside
1: exactly as you're talking I'm thinking about in the summer times back in St. Louis when I was off school Mm -hmm. back in like middle school. I'd be riding my bike all day long playing basketball everything else and then I would get real tired hot from the the sun and then come in and my mom would always have sweet tea so Mm -hmm. like as you were saying everything you were saying I could taste the sweet tea in my mouth and I was thinking why can I remember that so clearly it's because I was so present it's because I was so excited in the moment yeah that I was off school I was riding I was free I was doing what I wanted to do what all kids love to do in the summer is go have fun with their friends.
0: Yeah, and that's the magic of being present. Is you're tuning into your senses. We all have these beautiful senses within us. It's when we allow the senses to awaken and become aware of them. They're they're moving no matter what. No matter what, we have senses. You know, the sense of sight. You know, hearing, feeling, um, smelling, tasting. All of these things that we have, and there are some senses that we're not even really truly aware of as humans. I believe um but it kind of goes along with mediumship too and we were tony you brought it up that when you're giving mediumship readings or you're being present with the spirit realm it really heightens your readings when you can open up your awareness with all of these senses that come through the readings are so much more richer when i get information about what their cologne smells like or the taste of a cigar or all of these moments where I feel like I'm in their house and I can actually feel like I'm present in their home. Like I am the spirit because I'm opening up to that awareness just like we can do now.
1: Right. And it's because you're, you're in that moment, right? You're paying attention to every detail to give that reading. You must do that, right? All Mm -hmm. she'll miss those little subtle details. So you're forced to get more present, get more present, get more present. And the more present you are, the more you sort of feel the, the touches on your body that they're nudging you, the feel sensations down your back, the thoughts going through your mind you sort of see more clearly because they slow down.
0: Exactly. So it's
1: interesting as you start to get into that space when you're given a reading or if you're just having everyday conversation with people, that same power is still there.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, when I met Tony, I remember Like right away we we've spoke about this before on the show but we had never met in person but we had talked for like eight hours regularly each day and we made it a point not to go on it was tango at that point remember the video Mm -hmm. chat it was like an app or something we made it a point not to go on there to meet each other to see each other but we wanted to see each other for the first time in person so Tony flew to Tampa and I remember we couldn't get our eyes off of each other we were so present with every little detail and we just couldn't stop staring at each other and I know they say love at first sight but that's exactly what it was I mean it was really just first talking but when we saw each other we really our eyes were locked in we were very present there was nothing else around that mattered and a lot of people share that when, they, when you start to fall in love, you feel that feeling of everything else around you doesn't really matter, you're just so present. And there's different chemicals within you that just heighten everything of being present. And I think that if we treat everyday relationships with that same presence, it would be so much more powerful.
1: It would be. And if you're, they're probably wondering, like, I'm wondering, too, it was like, so how do you do this? Like on a consistent basis. And some of you know, some of the answers. I know a lot of the answers for myself, but I think it's different for everybody. And it's all about bringing your awareness to it. That's a big part, because even as we're talking about this right now, Mm -hmm. it's causing me to become more aware of my body, right? So it's like bringing this awareness to your everyday life with everything that you do even if you have to write on a piece of paper and hang it on your office wall or in your car or wherever that says, be present, there's something that reminds you. And I think just that alone brings you more into the present moment.
0: Right, and I wish I had the book in front of me. When you were just speaking, I was listening to you, but I wasn't fully present because I was thinking of another thought. (laughs) So I'm aware of that. So that awareness is a big thing. But um, I was thinking about the 101 ways of the Buddhist monk 101 Ways to, for a Simple Life, I yes. think that's the name of the yeah. book. And literally on one page, you can read the one page and you feel so present with reading the page and you notice the simplicity in that page of what it says to do. Like grind your own coffee beans instead of running to go get coffee from the local coffee store, you know, take a time to do that. But I was thinking like when I'm lifting up this coffee right here, those of you who are watching on, my, on video, you'll see this, but those that are listening on iTunes won't see this, but go on YouTube if you want to watch it. Um, but you, I lift up the, the mug, I look at it, and I notice, you know, there's a lipstick mark on here. Just spilt a little coffee before we started. It's mm-hmm. on the table. It's everywhere. Um, didn't wipe it up, but I can take time to even smell the coffee. Take one second to smell it before I start chugging the coffee so that right there in your daily activity is awareness and being present and that
1: book is powerful because every page in that book is all about bringing you to the present moment yeah. even though i don't even think he says anything like no, that he doesn't actually state it. but the thing is if you notice grinding your own coffee beans he also says to take time to um like you said like, taste the coffee also like, think about where it came from and how it had to be manufactured and all of these different processes you're thinking about it as you're doing this. This is all bringing you to the present moment. What's that exact title of that book? It's called um, 101 "The 101 Ways, Ways simple, or a simple Living."
0: Way of living or something. We'll
1: have to I'm put that in the comments because that's a great resource oh, for people amazing. that are wanting to practice and getting more present, getting more present. Because look, no matter how present you are right now, I believe it's my belief you could always be more present, right? No matter yeah. what, you could always be more in tune because it, in tune because it's like what you said, Lindsay. Um, we have more senses than we even realize mm-hmm. and I think that the more present actually I know from my experience the more present that I get I start to awaken 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 more and more senses
0: and I'm thinking of that book how they don't necessarily say that that's what they're trying to do um, but I'm thinking of it's the culture it's the whole Um, Buddhist culture of them being present because when we go we go to this place called the Thai temple in Tampa so if you're from the Tampa area you have to go to it and on every Sunday I think they're changing some things right now with everything going on in the world but um every Sunday you can go in and go to a market and get food but there is a space where you take off your shoes and you open the door and all of a sudden once you walk into the temple, you feel this rush of peace. I mean, Tony and I feel it. And you walk on this carpet, it's like a light pinkish color, like pinkish white color. Um, and it just these beautiful diamond crystals are on the ceilings too, like the lights and the beautiful color red. And you just feel this peace. And when the monks are there chanting, you can feel how present they've been. They actually have a practice with sitting in silence for a long time. So they build up to that point. But I feel like when I walk by, I feel this energy from people when you know if someone's present rather than someone like that's all over the place and looking down at their phone the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I I'm gonna raise my hand and say, There's been times where I've been on my phone, but I now feel like I have a pet peeve when I see people on their phone, like when you're out to eat or like you're so focused and you're not even focused on the conversation. And I'll catch myself now if I do that.
1: And that's what it's about. It's about having that awareness and catching yourself. Like we say in every episode here, it's not about being perfect or having to be perfect at any of these concepts that we talk about, but it's like the more that you practice, the better you get. And like you were saying you can tell when someone is present just by especially if you're intuitive empathic you could feel the energy of it but just by looking at it you could see that their breathing is more rhythmic when they're present it's more of a relaxed Mm -hmm. and in rhythm breathing to where if they're not present it's like it's more sporadic anxious more uh fast breathing and all of that and so think about it so if you want a quick hack just to become more present, just focus on your breathing, right? Yeah. Focus on your breathing. Start taking deep breaths no matter where you're at and slow yourself down. I have to do that a lot because I'm so I was in the past even more so used to going, going, going nonstop. Yeah. To where that's is still in me now to where there's times to where I have to remember just to focus on my breathing and slow down. Take out my journal, <laughs> journal and then go back to what I was doing because then sometimes I get caught up trying to go too quick in my own mind.
0: So I just thought of something too, as I'm listening to you. Um, and I was thinking of a time that I had kava. I had kava, I think I've had kava twice. And it's a root, we we know this, it's a root. But um, in Fiji, when I went to Fiji, they tried to serve me kava and it tastes like dirt. It's like a mixture. I don't know if it's considered a drug in certain places. Do you know? i not sure. I, just, I, don't, I, I
1: think it's a root from what I know.
0: Yeah, I don't really know. So just just a little just When I tried
1: it, it felt like a drug. It felt like... Or it felt like... Um, it didn't feel unhealthy because I didn't have too much of it. But I yeah. could tell like it's something... I think like any herb or type of thing, you don't want too much of it. Yeah. But if you just have just enough, it, it could have benefits to it. Like, I've read a lot about how it's helping people get off of um, painkillers and different things like that, Mm -hmm. NFL players.
0: Yeah. And um, so in Fiji, I remember when I, right when you landed, like you were getting rushed over to different people, like, come try this, blah, blah, blah. And there was like a kava, I don't know if they call it a kava circle, I'm not really sure, but this man from the village had us try kava. And at that point, I wasn't really... I didn't know about meditation and all of that stuff, like I I was open to the spirituality but I didn't have my awakening then. Um, Actually, I did. I got Reiki in Fiji and something changed within me so I think that was the start of it. it after the kava? it was after the kava but it wasn't the same day oh I got you it was like the day before I left Fiji it was only like a three day trip there
1: so if you want to be more present go to Fiji and drink kava and have no Reiki. I'm not promoting because no, I don't know if that's considered
0: a drug or not but no I got like this healing this crazy healing that I didn't know what was happening until I left and I'm like this is really interesting, but that's another story. But um, but the kava, I did feel different when I was drinking it, but it was recently, I don't know how many years ago, it's probably been two or three years ago. Um, there was a kava bar in Tampa, and I drank kava, and I'm like, this is really interesting because when I drank the kava, it actually made me feel so present that I Literally had no anxiety about speaking and I didn't know I had anxiety about speaking to people until I drank a sip of the kava and this wasn't in my head just to let everyone know this wasn't in my head I I drank and I'm like a sensitive person So Mm -hmm. for me to have like a couple of sips of the kava I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is this is nice interacting with people because sometimes it could be overwhelming um, when you're conversating and It actually made me feel what it feels like to be present in a way that I I haven't felt before. And some people can get to this space with meditation. Some people can get to this space with just being mindful of different things, like I mentioned the coffee. But in this situation, I felt so present and felt so connected to my conversation where I was literally there for the other person. You know how right now when I'm talking to you, I'm thinking of the next thing I'm going to say at different mm-hmm. points. Maybe you're doing that as I'm talking. Half and half. Okay. Well, in this situation, I wasn't thinking of that. I was just like, oh, I, I yeah. love listening to them. This is a way
1: it's like it slowed you down. It, it slowed really down did. your nervous system. It slowed down. And it reminds me of like reishi mushroom. Red reishi oh, mushroom. Yeah, I'm drinking that right now. Which is in our coffee that which we drink. Which
0: this is not... <laughs> Explain what we're, it's not like the mushrooms well, a, that you trip on. No, 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 it's not. It's not, not, not the trip
1: mushrooms. <laughs> it's the uh, look it up. Red reishi mushroom. It's, in Whole Foods. it's very healthy for you. It's an herb. Um, helps with the um, with the nervous system. The um, concentration. Concentration. All of these different things it helps with. Immune system. It's it's really powerful. Yeah, we put it in our And shapes. it helps. It's transformed uh, the way that like I believe this was one of the herbs along with cacao powder, mm-hmm. along with me figuring out different nutrients and having shakes and uh, in the morning and, and adjusting my diet and different things like that. And Like you said, meditation, all of these different factors, I believe, help me to relax my body, relax my nervous system, yeah. my immune system, everything to where I just feel like my pH levels are balanced to where, like you said, you're in the moment, you're listening and that's the thing so you don't know what's going to work for you you don't know it's if it's going to be certain foods certain ways of meditating some people like to sit down and meditate me I like doing that and I also like doing a walking meditation so it's like you are figuring out different things that work for you Um, another thing that I just started using in the last several years as I was doing one-on-one coaching Mm -hmm. it was like you said when I'm doing coaching that's the power is oh, yeah. the client is showing up 120% present in the moment. I'm showing up 120% present. We're pulling that out of each other. And that's it's just like with a reading. That's yeah. where all the power is. And one of the little tricks I use to help me be even more present is I push my tongue towards the roof of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Gently. You don't gotta like push it hard. You just kinda as I'm listening to the client talk or if I I do it in an everyday conversation too. I push my tongue towards the roof of my mouth, and what that does is, it slows down your vibration because as you're thinking, and it slows down your thoughts to where you could focus, it slows down your breathing to where you could listen deeply, be more present, because as you're thinking, your tongue's vibrating. So as you push your tongue on the roof of your mouth, it slows down that vibration naturally, which slows down your thoughts. Which slows down your breathing, which makes you more present.
0: Love it. Just did it when you said it because I actually forgot to do it. Um, and it works too. You actually probably naturally do it sometimes and mm-hmm. now that you're aware of it. But remember how I was talking earlier about how when we first met we couldn't stop staring at each other? Mm-hmm. Um, and that lasted for like, was that...
1: Two weeks. No, I'm joking. No it, no, it was a lot. Oh, my God. No, we were at Camp Circle
0: of Love. and, and Yeah, no. And camp Circle of Love. That's yeah, fine. it was a grief camp. But, yeah, it, I didn't realize we were doing that No, it, it lasted a long time. Because yeah. someone actually commented and said, oh, my gosh. Like, there's something. They were, like, literally saying the way that you guys look at each other. But I wasn't thinking anything of it because we were literally... Um, sounds weird but we were, <laughs> it was very magnetic where we couldn't stop looking at each other, we were just I feel
1: like it still is it's just it transforms like, over time
0: it is like that like I still feel like that but that presence was right. like a certain type of feeling it was yeah but I, that's why I said recently I'm like okay wait a second when we talk to each other let's look at each other let's just calm down not yeah do you, else.
1: you always remind us to I, I
0: always say that because it feels different when you do that but um I was saying that because one thing that you're really good at, and one of my college friends just came and she said it too, was that you take it the time to stare into people's eyes when you speak to them. And I always have said to Tony, I feel uncomfortable. Do you look at one eye? Do you look at two eyes? <laughs> like, how does this work? He said, what do you mean? You, just, you look at people when you're talking to them. And for me, um, it's something that I have to work on. You know, but you did teach me how to be present looking at people in the eye. So, it's yeah, an that's true because and the eyes are the, the
1: window to the soul. So, when you're looking at them too, you're seeing everything you need to see in the conversation. And I feel
0: really vulnerable for people. And I think yeah. that's why so many times I've felt uncomfortable where I don't want it to feel intrusive to look at someone or. Well,
1: maybe and you those know, you know too, me. and I think a lot of empaths have this problem too. People in general, but you, you're you very intuitive, yeah and you know that, so you know, and the other person unconsciously, at least, knows that, and I think that's part of your people pleasing there, where you don't want to look in their eye, because then you know, they know that you know exactly what the hell's going on, and it's like a boundary yeah. type thing that yeah, you think you're respecting, but you don't really, that's given, I, I think, I don't know, that's what I, I thought in this moment, I've never really had that thought, but I feel like that's what a lot of us in past might do at times because yeah. we see the truth we feel the truth people know it that is
0: true and, no that's very true and I have people that will say to me are you picking up anything around me I'm like I'm not tuning into right. that like I'm not just both of those sides where I'm just not like, shut like crossing the line and looking at someone's energy and trying to figure yeah. out psychically I'm just looking at them you know true. Yeah. so it is true it's like that balance of knowing like automatically you're going to feel someone when you feel something when you're with someone you're going to Um, feel their energy or their aura if you just are present but doesn't mean you're psychically picking up stuff but that could be one of the things in the back of my mind too True. so so that they don't think that I'm tuning in when I'm really just trying to be present Um, but this is a good conversation to have because we have a lot of psychic mediums listening, Mm -hmm. intuitives empaths um, and that sort of thing I think right now this next step for you is to think okay in my daily life how can I sort of like slow it down and be more mindful? Maybe it's brushing your teeth tonight before you go to bed and you're taking it slow and looking at yourself in the eye or thinking about each tooth that you're brushing. Um, but doing things that are in everyday life so that you don't feel like you're having to carve out time right away. You know, you could take it slow True. with that present moment.
1: And I would say one thing to do, it's real simple. For the next 30 days, right when you get up, go for an hour walk. And just focus on your breathing and looking at the trees and whatever thoughts need to come up. You can think about things you're grateful for. But just keep it simple. Wake up, go for a walk, focus on your breathing.
0: I love that idea. And some people might be scared of the hour and they could try 10 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, start with what works for you.
0: Yeah. Okay, we hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next time.